Welcome to the Center Ranch Church Weekly Podcast. We believe that faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast. Here's this week's message. So it's an exciting time of year. I hope your, your Christmas season is off to a great start. It's already uh, into December and, and moving quickly. And when we celebrate Christmas, you know, we're not just celebrating a holiday or, or celebrating a religious concept or, or, or an idea. Really, ultimately, what we're celebrating or what we should be celebrating is the arrival of Jesus, right? That Jesus really, really came. That he, he was a real man. God took on flesh. He really arrived, was born to a virgin Mary. There really was a young woman named Mary. There really was a stable and a manger. All, all of this really happened. What we're celebrating, it's a real event. Sometimes with, with Christmas and all that kind of gets mixed in with it, the North Pole and elves and flying reindeer and all these different uh, fantasy elements, sometimes if we're not careful, we can allow that same mindset to bleed over in to what happened when Jesus came, Jesus really came. It's real. What we're celebrating is a real event. There is a very real God who really kept his promise to send a savior, to send a redeemer. He sent his son to come and to rescue us. And Jesus grew up and he taught people about God's ways. He preached about the kingdom of God, which is a real kingdom that you are either a part of or you are not a part of. Jesus performed miracles. He healed people's bodies. Religious people became jealous of him. Eventually they had him killed, nailed to a real cross, dead for three days, shed real blood for you, real blood for me, paying for our sins. God raised them from the dead and he ascended back into heaven and he told us that he would would come again. All of those are real events. And so it's important, one, that we know it's real and we believe, but even believing those things are real, that's, that's not enough. It's how we respond to those realities that really, that really matter. So maybe as I'm talking about, you know, it's real, it's real, you know, you would nod in agreement, but beyond, beyond agreeing and believing, how do you respond? Because believing as important as it is, isn't enough. The, the Bible says the demons believe. So if you just believe, you really haven't separated yourself from the way that demons respond. Is Jesus Lord of your life? Is he Lord? And if you call him Lord, just add this one extra word with a question mark, is he Lord really? Is he Lord really? Because even calling him Lord isn't enough. It's not just a title or a name that we call him. It's actually a role that he plays in in your life. And if it's just a title, if it's just something I call Jesus, that's not enough. Because there's some people that will believe in Jesus and they'll refer to him as Lord, but he's not real. It's not a reality in their lives that they serve him as Lord. And that's not just something today. That's something that Jesus addressed and dealt with people. In Luke chapter six, verse 46, Jesus is addressing a group of people and he asks them the question, why do you call me Lord, Lord? but you don't do the things that I say. He, he, was, he was asking them, why would you call me Lord? It doesn't make any sense to refer to me as Lord, but then not do the things that I tell you to do. Because Lord means uh, someone that you submit to, someone that you 
allow to reign in your life. It literally means master. And so Jesus was asking those people, why would you call me Lord? Why would you say I submit to you, but then not submit to me? It doesn't make any sense. He's asking that question because it's, it's confusing. It, 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 it doesn't go together. You call him Lord and then not do the things that he says. He's asking for their own benefit. You guys need to figure this out. Why would you call me Lord? What's going on in your lives? Who are you trying to fool? Have you fooled? Have you fooled yourself? Why do you call me Lord? And then you don't actually do the things that I say. And there's probably people in this room that Jesus would ask that same question to. Why do you call me Lord? And then insist on still doing things your own way. You refer to me as Lord, but you still wanna be in charge of your life. You decide what you do, what you won't do. You're still making the calls in your life. You might refer to Jesus as Lord, but are you still the one that is acting as Lord in your life? And if that, if that describes how you've been living, in just a couple of minutes, I'm gonna give you an opportunity to change that. And it's very, very important that you make that change today. Because while it is important to believe in Jesus and it's great to call him Lord, none of that matters unless he really is Lord. Let, let me read to you from Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. It says, not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and performed many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's law. Again, Jesus is describing something that will be a reality. He's talking about something that's going to happen. There's going to come a moment in time. What he's talking about, it's going to happen that many people will say, Lord, Lord. And he'll say, depart from me. Get away from me. I didn't know you, you didn't actually do the will of the Father. You break God's law. You call me Lord, but you never actually submitted. You don't do the things that I say, depart from me. I never, I never knew you. And so as we celebrate Christmas, we go through this, this incredible time of year. It's important, one, that we remember what it's all about, but then also that we are aware of how do we respond to the reality that Jesus came as Savior and he came as King. Do you just believe or have you genuinely submitted yourself to him as Lord? I want to read one more passage of scripture and then we'll take a moment to pray together. First Thessalonians chapter 4, starting in verse 13. It says, but I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. There's so many things that we could pull from that, that passage and talk about. I want to focus on, on just one of them briefly, and then we'll, we'll pray together in just a minute. 
This is one of many, many passages that talk about the coming of the Lord. They talk about Jesus coming. Now, this is written after, after that first Christmas. It's written after Jesus came, lived his life, died on the cross, rose again, ascended back into heaven. All of that has already happened, but it's talking about the coming of the Lord, future tense, because Jesus said he would come again. We're celebrating the faithfulness of God. When he said he would send a savior, Jesus came just like he said. And so we can also be aware that when Jesus said he would come again, again, the New Testament is filled with references of the coming of the Lord. Jesus is coming back. He's coming again. And this passage that I just read is one of the passages that describes what it will be like when Jesus comes back. It says that there will be a shout. There will be a, a trumpet blast. And those of us who are alive and remain that will be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air and that will be with him, will be with him forever. This is, this is what some call the great catching away. It's referred to as the rapture of, of the church. That when the Lord comes back, it's divided into two phases or two parts that there's the rapture of the church and then Jesus returns with the church. So first he comes for the church and later he comes with the church. And in between those two phases or those two parts of the Lord's return is a seven year period that's referred to as the tribulation. And it's a time you do not want to be here. And when you, you know, I don't wanna get deep into Bible prophecy and talking about those things. But even when Jesus talked about his return, when he would come again, passages like Matthew chapter 24, while there's lots we can learn about, about Bible prophecy and things that Jesus said, when you see these signs, you'll know that, man, I, I, I'm, I'm coming. I'm right at the door. My return is soon. They're the things that we see happening around the world today, things that are happening in our, our lives. But the main point, the emphasis, the most important thing isn't to be able to decipher all the signs and how to chart out Bible prophecy. The most important thing that Jesus emphasized is that you've got to be ready. You need to be ready for his return that he'll come back. Nobody knows the day. Nobody knows the hour. It could happen today. It could happen in the next 15 minutes. That trumpet could sound. And those of us who are alive and know him will meet him in the air and will be with him forever. But the way that you make sure that you're ready is not to have a casual familiarity with the true meaning of Christmas. It's not just knowing, I know Christmas is about Jesus came and he was a baby and laid in a manger. It's not just to know and to believe the Bible stories. It's to know him and to be submitted to him that he He's King and Savior and Lord of your life. And if you're here this morning and you've never made a decision to make Jesus Lord of your life, you've never accepted him as Savior, I want to give you that opportunity. Or maybe you're here and you know that you prayed a prayer. Maybe you've been a part of church for a long time. But even as we, we talk about this, you recognize he's not Lord of my life. I, I think I'd probably be in a category of people that he would say, you call me Lord, I don't really know you. Why do you call me Lord, but you don't actually, you, you insist on having things your own way. Depart from me, I, I never knew you. If you would fall in that category, I'm gonna give you an opportunity to get out of that category and to recommit your life to serving Jesus and leave here knowing that you know that you know that you're forgiven and clean and on your way to heaven, that it's not a game, this is real. This is real. That trumpet sounding, that is just like Jesus arriving the first time is a real event, not fairy tale. That is a real event that could happen at any time. There will be a trumpet sound and it'll change everything. 
And I want to make sure everyone here today is ready, is ready. That's what Jesus said. Just make sure that you are ready. Be ready. Be in a real relationship with him as Lord and Savior of your life. So if you fall into either one of those categories, you need to accept Jesus or you need to recommit your life. Be serious about it. You realize, man, I've been playing. I've been calling him Lord. He's not been Lord. Make that change today. The easiest way to know that you need to make one of those two decisions is just to ask yourself down on the inside right now. If my life were to end today, if that trumpet were to sound today, am I ready? Do I know that I know? And if you don't have that knowing down on the inside, that peace, that's just an indication that you are who I'm talking to right now. This whole moment right now is for you. Because the Bible says when you accept Jesus and you really make him Lord of your life, that he gives you a gift, the gift of the Holy Spirit. And one of the things the Holy Spirit does is he is the spirit of adoption. And it says that he bears witness down on the inside with your spirit, the core of who you are to let you know you've been adopted. You are in the family. You are righteous. You are his son. You're his daughter. You're in. You don't have to worry. The last verse of that passage says to comfort one another with these words. When we talk about the Lord's return, the rapture, the end times, for a lot of people, there's nothing more terrorizing in church than to talk about the rapture and those kinds of things. That's not the way the Bible presents it. It actually says that we should comfort one another with those words. And it is comforting when you know that you know that you're ready to meet the Lord. Then you look forward to that trumpet it sounding, that I'm going to, I'm going to meet him in the air and I'll be with Jesus forever and ever. There's nothing scary about that. It changes from something terrorizing to the most wonderful thing that'll ever happen. I'll, I'll meet him in the air and I'll never, ever be separated from him. If those words aren't comforting to you, you need to make one of those two decisions. Make sure that you're ready to meet the Lord. And so if that's you, you need to accept Jesus as savior or you need to recommit your life or make a change where it's no longer playing games, no longer just going through the motions. He's really my Lord. The kids sang about it. Give him my all, give him my everything. Not just give him a, a nod of the head, you're, you're, you're my king. That's what we talk about giving the Lord our lives. Have you given your life to the Lord? It means it's his and he gets to decide what to do with it. So to say that I gave it to him, but I'm still calling the shots, it, it's still my life. Well, that's this week's message. Thanks for joining us. To stay connected with us throughout the week, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You can also watch previous week's services on our YouTube page.